Welcome back to The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Our website is RonShowATL.com. Our number, 404-913-2725. You can email me, Ron, at RonShowATL.com. Follow us on Twitter, at RonShowATL. We're on with Brian Sells, local civil rights attorney and adjunct professor. He has been in the courtroom fighting civil rights cases from the Supreme Court on down. He uh, tweeted earlier, by the way, that he personally bucks conventional wisdom that the U.S. Senate race runoff benefits Raphael Warnock, the incumbent, over Herschel Walker. He says, quote, I think Nate Silver and the betting markets are wrong. Walker is the heavy favorite because white voters are likely a larger share of the runoff electorate than of the general election. We have him on. In fact, I'm going to give you a taste of what Nate Silver said last week on um, This Week with George Stephanopoulos on ABC. We don't have a 538 forecast here, but there are betting markets they do, and they say there's a 70% chance that Warnock keeps his seat. Here's what I think they're seeing. Warnock did a little better than Republican Herschel Walker in the first round of voting by 49.4% to 48.5. That's only one percentage point, but in a state like Georgia, you'd rather take it than not. Then there's the Brian Kemp factor. The governor defeated Democrat Stacey Abrams by more than seven percentage points. That may have helped drag reluctant Republicans out to the polls for Walker, but Kemp won't be on the ballot next month. One more factor helping Warnock is history repeating itself. In 2020, there was also a Senate runoff on the ballot in Georgia. In fact, there were two of them. And in those runoffs, Warnock and his fellow Democrat John Ossoff gained ground. Ossoff trailed Senator David Perdue in the first round of voting, but he and Warnock won the runoffs. That may have been because of Donald Trump, who was trying to get the election overturned in Georgia. Well, guess what? Trump is back in the spotlight. He may announce a 2024 White House run as soon as next week. And while that may be the case, he's not actually on the ballot to draw out any of that inspired uh, anybody but Trump voter on the right, center, or the left. We're back on with Brian Sells. You are the one tweet that I've seen on my thread, and I don't even know how, well, you know how Twitter is. We, we see stuff that we don't even follow anymore. Um, yours is the one tweet that I saw that sort of spoke to me and said, you know what, we don't need to cruise into this. And, and I, don't, I don't think that anybody within the Georgia Democratic Party or the Senator Warnock campaign is cruising into this, but voters tend to have that mindset. Well, first of all, that Warnock won the popular vote, so naturally he'll win the next time. That didn't work for uh, Kelly Loeffler. I, I believe, was it Kelly Loeffler or David Perdue? Did they both win the, no, it was, uh, it was David Perdue who had the popular vote lead in the last election cycle over John Ossoff, and John Ossoff happened to win the runoff. Uh, so I, when, I, when I saw your tweet, I said, you know what, let's talk to this guy. More people need to hear that sort of, uh, that sort of thinking so that they don't just take this as a fait accompli for Warnock to walk, waltz right into a second and first full term. Well, that, that, that's the great thing about Twitter is it's kind of a, 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 a at its best, is a... Uh, forum for discussion of these kinds of ideas. I was prompted to tweet, of course, by uh, the video posted by Nate Silver um, that I linked to in which he explains why he thinks um, Warnock is a favorite. Um, and it's not an unreasonable opinion, but I wanted to, to um, bring a different perspective to the public realm. And it's understandable your your skepticism, just just from a data standpoint, and as a Georgia resident. Uh, how long have you lived in the state now? 
20. Yeah, you've got a yeah, you've got a you've got a good read. Something years, yeah, three years. Right, you've got a good read on how politics works in the state of Georgia and how turnout tends to tends to work and by racial lines. Uh, so that and we we've just seen a disintegration in uh, confidence in the polling apparatus. Anyway, I was telling our audience weeks leading into this election, ignore the polls. I think they're leaning right anyway. I think it's baked in, you know, issue that pollsters can't overcome because of their methodology. And lo and behold, it, it seemed that that was the case. Listen, Brian, I appreciate the time. Brian Sells, uh, local civil rights attorney. Uh, and by the way, I will send folks to your website in case they find themselves in a scenario where they feel like their uh, their rights have been disenfranchised. And that is Brian with a Y, BrianSellsLaw.com. Brian, thanks for the time. I do appreciate that. Thanks, Ron. Pleasure to be with you. So next segment, we're going to give it to Nancy Pelosi. Like the entire segment is pretty much Nancy Pelosi's. We'll go over her uh, speech from earlier today before the House of Representatives where she announced she will not be seeking any leadership positions and will continue serving, representing the folks in the 12th California District of uh, San Francisco. Here's what I would like to point out, though. The right is having a bit of a freakout. Uh, Eric Erickson tweeting such, earlier today. This investigation will be a top priority. We are releasing a report today. Eric Erickson tweeting earlier today, stupid, 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 really going to show the voters they're laser focused on kitchen table issues. Why is he saying that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because House Republicans couldn't wait to come out and start blathering on about investigations into Hunter Biden. <laughs> Here's uh, new House Oversight Chair James Comer. This investigation will be a top priority. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We're also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking mm -hmm. to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. <laughs> I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. Remember when they were running on kitchen table issues, inflation, jobs, the economy, the border? Nope, Hunter Biden. <laughs> well, okay, so it's about Joe Biden via Hunter Biden. When they had no appetite for Ivanka or Jared Kushner's business dealings while Trump was president? Nope. By the way, when Hunter was allegedly doing all he was doing, 2015, the GOP had the House and Senate then and had no appetite for investigating anybody because Joe Biden hadn't announced he was running yet. More Ron Show after this on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. Nancy Pelosi gets her due next. 